Ugh, dude, my phone just died, and I don't have my charger on me. Man, don't worry about it. I'm at 92%. I could send you, like, 20%? Dude, thank you so much. You actually saved my life. Hey, hold up. If you're listening to this, and you actually believe that that's what wireless charging is, you really gotta keep listening to this. Welcome to Everything Engineering where we talk about hardware, software, everywhere. I'm Gerard Bungish, and I'm here with Muhammad Ali. Hey guys. In this episode, we're going to be talking about wireless charging. Now, we all get the basic gist of wireless charging. You just plop your phone onto a little pad, and voila, your phone's charging. But let's be honest, it's gotta be more than just another way to charge your phone. Using wires, ain't that bad, but with over 30% of the population using wireless charging already, it's getting more and more relevant, and there's a lot to say about it. Today, we're going to be talking about why it's actually such a big deal in 2019, how we finally got the technology to work, where the idea of wireless charging falls short, and what we can see it being used for in the future. So Ali, where did wireless charging even come from? Because it kind of came out of nowhere, but it feels like it's everywhere now. So the idea of wireless charging has been around for a while, right? I'm sure we can all agree on that. But the technology wasn't good enough until the 1990s and 2000s. <laughs> That's when we started to see it more like in consumer level technology. Like with electric toothbrushes, Wii remotes, and most importantly, smartphones. With how important smartphones have gotten over the last 10 years, and all the cool features being added, it's hard to imagine life without them, man. Even more than that, smartphones actually help push technology forward. Let me give you an example. Fingerprint scanners weren't a huge deal until just a few years ago, until they started getting integrated into smartphones. Sometimes you saw them in laptops, because in laptops you could afford enough physical space to put a fingerprint scanner but even then, people usually didn't use it. But now, since millions of people are using them in smartphones, we have phone companies that are wildly funding research on fingerprint scanning technology, to the point that we even see them under the screen. Without realizing it, fingerprint scanners have become a normal part of our lives, and if they somehow disappeared today, life would be a bit inconvenient for us. In the same way, wireless charging is blowing up and it's mostly because we started to see them in smartphones. Nokia and Samsung were the first companies to produce phone accessories that let you wirelessly charge your phone. Those were just phone cases that had wireless charging in it though, so it let you wirelessly charge your phone if your phone couldn't do it by itself. Basically, all of the wireless charging tech was inside the phone case, not the actual phone. It wasn't until 2013 when we saw the first phone with built-in wireless charging, the Google Nexus 7. Sure, we had wireless charging electric toothbrushes and Nintendo Wii remotes before then, and they were great at the time, but they couldn't grab the public's attention like a smartphone could. If you want to learn more about that, you should check out our episode on smartphones. So all that being said, wireless charging is a huge deal right now. It might not be making the headlines, but it's the kind of hype that lasts for a long time 
as it gets better and better. I'm telling you right now, we're going to be talking about wireless charging more and more over the next few years as it shows up in more and more cool tech. Okay, so wireless charging is really cool in the way that almost seems magical. Like yeah, wireless Bluetooth earphones make sense and Wi-Fi too, but charging? Like, how does that even work? How do you just send electricity? Well, wireless charging is crazy because the science behind it is actually amazing. But it is kind of complicated, so we're going to break it down a lot. So another term for wireless charging is inductive charging. That actually comes from the word induction, which is the science that makes all of this possible. It involves creating electricity from magnetic fields, which we'll talk about more in no time. So in the early 1800s, Michael Faraday discovered the principles of induction. I say discover because he didn't really invent anything. He just found a certain relationship between electric current and magnetism. It was Nikola Tesla who actually built the first system to transfer electricity over the air in the late 1800s using those same principles. This was the first time we used the science of induction to make actual wireless charging technology. In fact, to explain induction a little better, we actually invited Nikola Tesla over to our podcast <coughs> to explain. <coughs> Wait, he's dead? All right, I got it. So essentially, if you take a metal wire and you run an electric current through it, it'll create an electromagnetic field around that wire. You're basically turning the electricity into a magnetic field. You could do it at home to pick up paper clips and stuff like that. Try it, it's pretty cool. But that works the other way around too, which is how wireless charging works. If you move a magnet around in a metal coil, you'll generate electricity. Now, you're taking the electromagnetic field of that magnet, running it through that coil to create electricity. So you can turn an electric current into a magnetic field, and you can turn a magnetic field into an electric current. So you've got the science figured out, but as an electrical engineer, how do you turn that into a product? Well, wireless chargers require two coils, one coil in the charging pad and one coil in your device. The coil in the charging pad is fully powered and because of that, it has its own electromagnetic field. Here, the electricity is being turned into a magnetic field when that coil gets close enough to another coil, say in your phone, its electromagnetic field collides with the coil in your phone, generating electricity through it. This electricity then goes to your battery, which is how it gets charged. So we're getting better and better at making wireless charging tech, and the demand for it is getting bigger too. We've gone from barely being able to put it into smartphones a few years ago to putting it into tiny products like AirPods. <clears throat> so speaking of which, AirPods are actually way more important to wireless charging than we even expected it to be when we were researching this. Well, not just AirPods, but even Galaxy Buds or any headphones or earphones with wireless charging built in. I mean, 
AirPods, man. That's what all the cool kids have nowadays. It's like, it's like a fashion statement. Even if you're not a huge tech nerd, you just have to keep them charged and they're just as easy as regular wired headphones or easier. But think about that. For a normal user, how much better is it to have AirPods or Galaxy Buds with a wireless charger? If you're playing the wireless game, why not just go all in? And to go even further, now they have reverse wireless charging too on the new Samsung and Huawei phones. You can charge another phone with your phone, no wiring needed. If you have AirPods or Galaxy Buds, it's really useful because you can actually charge them with your phone. So for a wireless charger, AirPods and Galaxy Buds are a huge selling point because it means you can charge them with a wireless charger too. Actually, if we're talking about the selling points of wireless charging, there's a lot we can discuss. Simplicity is obviously the first factor that comes up. It's super easy to just place your phone on a wireless charger. You don't need to plug anything in the right way. You don't need to untangle your cords and you can use the same charger for any phone, wh whether it's Samsung or iPhone, whatever. You just put your phone down and like, I can do that half asleep. It's just easy. You also don't need to replace your charging cords with a wireless charger. So you're not really looking for a new cord every six months. Plugging and unplugging can actually cause a lot of stress on both your phone and the cord. So it's best if you're avoiding it for most of the time. I mean, yeah, you're probably still gonna need one for your car or for when you're on the go, but my battery lasts all day. So I really only need to charge my phone at home. And why not just use a wireless charger there? I just love the idea of having an actual place to put my phone. <laughs> it's like a little home for your phone. You always know where your phone is. You always pick it up with enough juice. And if you got a wireless charging stand, you can even use that as an alarm clock. So I'm gonna take a step back here. When we talk about convenience, it's not just about not having to plug in your phone or something. There's a lot of other ways wireless charging can make your life a lot easier. Ways that you probably haven't ever thought about. Stick around in this episode, cause we're gonna get to it. So one of the things people talk about with using wireless charging is how hard it is to find a wireless charger on the go. It's not as easy to carry around as a cord and plug since wireless chargers are usually even bigger than your phone. Personally, I don't think it's fair to call wireless charging our number one method of charging since it's not as well established today in 2019. Wired charging is probably still gonna be around for a while but wireless charging is still a great option for when it's available. But that being said, if your phone does support wireless charging, your chances of finding a wireless charger are getting better and better. Nowadays, hotels and restaurants are investing in wireless charging capabilities. Even IKEA has started to create furniture with wireless charging embedded into it. Oh yeah, you know, I heard Starbucks started providing wireless chargers. Like in some stores, uh, they got wireless chargers built into their tables. So you can casually like put your phone down and have it charge a little bit while you're drinking your coffee or doing your homework or having a little conversation with your friends. Maybe they're getting their tables from Ikea. Damn, who knows? <laughs> okay, getting back on topic. 
How many of us dream of purchasing a Tesla in the future? Here's the thing though, Teslas don't have a built-in wireless charging yet. But other companies have designed upgrades for Tesla cars that let them charge wirelessly. This is kind of like how phones started off with wireless charging phone cases, and then they started putting that tech inside the actual phones. Same exact thing is happening with these cars right now. Right. There's this company called Plugless, which enables this sort of upgrade to Teslas now. It's pretty cool how it works, honestly. So they attach a device to the bottom of your car that connects to the battery. When you park on top of the charging station, the station charges your car. It's pretty much exactly like putting a phone on a wireless charger, but way bigger. If you want to be even more hands-off, you can also program your Tesla to drive it over to the charging station and even set times that the car will charge itself. I mean, this is the new big thing, right? Teslas are actually being shipped with full self-driving hardware. And if your car can drive itself, then it honestly makes sense that your car should be able to charge itself too. Like, if it can park itself on command, it can do the exact same thing on a charging pad, right? The future's right around the corner, man. Just looking at where we're at now, I can actually imagine cars driving themselves without you even needing to be there. Like, imagine picking up your kids from school with, without actually having to leave work. That's so convenient. But that's in the future. You know more about this than I do, Ali. How does that wireless charging station cost from uh, Plugless? Well, definitely a few grand at least, but it's not even that advanced yet. I feel like over the next few years, it might get cheaper once it gets better. I mean, you know how much I like Teslas. If I had that kind of money to afford one, it'd be pretty cool to have built-in wireless charging. But it sounds a bit much for me. I'm not picky, just give me some space and comfort and, and I'm good. See, I like my cars fast and aggressive, so I don't know if I would want to purchase a plugless upgrade on my Tesla. It would add like 40 pounds more weight to my car, which makes a serious difference to the horsepower. Up until now, we've talked about how wireless charging is pretty great, and it is. If you're already sold on the idea of wireless charging, and it's something that you think you need to have in your life, that's fine. But there are some things you do need to know, because there are a lot of problems with wireless charging right now. One of the biggest downsides of wireless charging is that it's just not that efficient. This means that out of the total electric power that you're using, you're actually wasting a lot of it if you use a wireless charger. The maximum efficiency could be as high as 80%, but if you've got a phone case or you didn't perfectly align your phone to the charger, you're likely to get closer to 60%. That's 40% of the power that you're paying for that your phone never even gets. It's not too bad for one charge, because a full phone charge is like 12 watts compared to a toaster oven, which is like 100 times more. But if you're charging every day, and you account for all of the people using wireless charging in the world, that wasted electricity can really add up. Because wireless chargers waste a lot of energy, your phone isn't gonna get all the charge possible. Because of that, they're also a bit slower than wire chargers. So if you're in a hurry, you're probably not going to get a quick charge. I mean, 
If you're only charging overnight though, you're not really gonna care about speed. But if you are going for speed, like me, a fast charger is the move. They charge your phone up to like 80% in half an hour, which is crazy dude. Personally, I'm not a fancy guy, like I don't need cutting edge tech or like crazy convenience. I do care about the productivity though, and sometimes I gotta get my phone charged ASAP so I can head out and get things done. Like, don't get me wrong, I think wireless charging is dope, but the slow speed alone just throws me off. On top of that, it's inconvenient when you can't even use your phone while you're charging it. With the wire, you can move around as long as your wire's not too short. But with a wireless charger, you have to put it down and keep it down. You can pick up your wireless charger with your phone if you want to use it, but like, who wants to do that? Another downside is you're paying a bit more for a wireless charger. Wireless chargers run from $15 to $60 depending on the brand, the quality, and the speed. You can get a Samsung pad for like $25. A Mofia 10 watt wireless charging pad costs roughly $60, but it is definitely a higher quality brand than Samsung, so I can't argue with that. There's also the Google Pixel stand for about $80, but it's a stand. And it has other features too, like turning your phone into a clock or turning it into a digital photo frame. You can only use those with Google Pixel phones though. Ultimately, you might be getting a lot of cool features with a wireless charger, and it might impress your friends when they come over, but is it really worth slower charging, wasted energy, and more expensive chargers? Like, there are a lot of issues with wireless charging right now, but you can't really forget about all the good stuff. It's still one of the coolest trending technology at the moment. The thing I find that makes it such a big deal in the long term is that almost anything that needs charging can be charged wirelessly. Ovens, microwaves, fridges, lamps, computers. But that's the thing. Some things are better suited to wireless charging than others. You're not going to wirelessly charge a fridge because it's just going to be sitting in the same spot. Why waste energy when you can just plug in a wire, right? But things that you move around a lot, that you keep having to plug and unplug, phones, cars, headphones, those things are what benefit from wireless charging. It's about convenience, but also making sure it's worth the extra convenience. So other than phones, what other devices does it make sense to wirelessly charge? So when we were talking about this earlier, before the podcast, I think you brought up TV remotes and gaming controllers, right? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense already because they're a lot like smartphones because they're small and portable. You don't usually move your Xbox controllers outside of the same room. So why not use the actual pad to always keep your TV remote, Xbox controls on top of it? That way you'd never lose it and it'll always be charged. In the same way, you've got computer mouses, um, mice? Either one, but you usually keep them right next to your computer, so it makes sense that you should be able to charge them on a wireless charger. For something like that, you should be able to use the same charger as your phone, because you don't even have to charge it that often. And actually, what about batteries? Like AA batteries? I haven't seen this actually being made right now. We just kind of came up with it. But if you could wirelessly charge your AA batteries, that would be really useful. Like, 
you don't have to put wirelessly charging into your mouse or controller if they're already in your batteries. You got low charge on your mouse, pop out the batteries, put them on the charger, and you'll be good in an hour or two. We've already talked about AirPods, but like, headphones. This is actually something I'm pretty excited about. How are there still no wireless charging headphones? I mean, none that I've seen. It makes so much sense, especially now that they're usually Bluetooth too. I hate going to the gym and finding out that my headphones are dead, but I feel like that wouldn't happen as much if all I had to do was put them down on a wireless charger. I feel like we've said this a few times already, and I'm not trying to sound lazy or anything, but one of the best things about wireless charging is convenience. Exactly. Even if plugging something in isn't that hard, making it even easier is a big deal. You might be saving two seconds every time you do it, but that adds up over time. And personally, I'm a little bit more likely to keep my phone or headphones charged if it's that easy. And since we're on the subject of convenience, think about pacemakers. You know pacemakers, those tiny machines that connect to your heart and use electric pulses to keep it beating? Well, they need charge too, and they don't last forever. They only last five to seven years. And after that, you have to do surgery again to replace the battery. Imagine having to do surgery every few years just to keep living. Well, that's the kind of problem wireless charging can fix. No, we're not there yet, but if you could charge pacemakers and help tons of people avoid surgery every few years, now that's amazing. Like when we're sitting here talking about convenience, you gotta think about how it's not just about having to plug in your phone. It's about the convenience to not worry about doing surgery. And this is just one example we thought about sitting here researching this podcast. Imagine what a team of scientists could come up with using the power of wireless charging to help them fix these kinds of problems. So another technology that's going to be affected by wireless charging are cars. Yeah, I know we've already talked about Teslas, but that's just one company. And actually, it's not even Tesla. It's another company that helps you wirelessly charge Tesla cars. But what about other companies? A lot of other companies are coming out with electric cars. BMW, Ford, Chevy, Honda, Mercedes. And we'll talk about electric cars another day. But it's important now because competition is the biggest factor in the car world. With electric cars being the new cool thing in the car industry, we're going to see more and more companies trying to make the best electric cars with the fastest engine and the longest mileage. But with electric, you can also have cool new features like wireless charging. I just think we're definitely going to see it in the next five years. And this is pretty crazy, but major companies are actually working on adding wireless charging to roads so electric cars can charge while they're driving. The company Qualcomm actually has made it work already, and they think they can make it an actual product by 2023. Now think about how insane that is. Charging your car while it's driving? Like, I mean, you know it's not going to be free, and it's still going to waste a bit of energy. But if you can avoid having to stop and charge your car, like, that's the future. And even if wireless charging wastes a lot of electricity, big car companies like BMW and Ford are going to do a lot of research 
to make sure they don't waste that much energy. What, what I'm trying to say is, when you've got a cool technology like this that has problems, there's gonna be someone out there trying to fix those problems. <sighs> okay, so you've heard everything. The pros, the cons, the past, present, and future. So wireless charging, is it worth it? Is it worth getting a wireless charger or caring about having it in your next phone? Maybe. It depends on if you care about the disadvantages. If you don't want to waste power, like you're trying to be eco-friendly or maybe if you prefer to charge your phone faster, then maybe don't bother right now. But if you've got cash lying around or you have the new AirPods and if you think the power wasted is worth the cool factor, then go for it because it is pretty cool. But it's not just about right now. If we didn't think this was going to be a big deal in the future, we wouldn't have done this episode. Wireless charging allows for a ton of possibilities, things that we can't even imagine right now that would benefit our lives and the world. But that being said, there's a long way to go, and wireless charging technology needs to get a lot better before we can see it being used in more products. But hey, us humans, we've done crazier stuff, and I know we'll figure this out too. So that's it for today. I'd like to thank Iman Bungish for helping us out for this episode. God knows we needed a talented editor. To explain some concepts even better, we're actually planning on making some videos pretty soon. So follow us on Instagram at everything underscore engineering. You can also check us out on Twitter at everything E-N-G-R. And you can catch us next time. Peace. Peace.